Hey, and you're listening to Love in the Time Of with me, Kate Checker. I hope you've had a lovely week. My week has been tiring. I'm tired, but that's okay. It's okay to be tired. It's okay if you're tired. Maybe one of the things that's making you tired is masturbating. Maybe it's not one of those things, but that's what this episode today is basically about. Um, A couple of years ago, actually, I tried to start a podcast all about sex. I wanted a podcast about sex, and I got as far as getting logo art. I recorded some episodes with my friend Julia. They're all kind of sitting on my laptop. You had an extract from one of them in an earlier episode, I think episode 10, along with Freddie's dildo review of her crystal dildo. This podcast didn't take off for so many reasons, but I've been asking around for help with this podcast, Loving the Time Off. It's always nice to have collaborators. That's how I like to run everything I do with collaboration, um, to create platforms for other people. That's just the nature of how I work. I'm super social. I haven't been that social at the moment, but that is generally my vibe. Um, So this podcast didn't happen for so many certain reasons. But funnily enough, someone at the radio station put me in touch with someone who wanted to also do some podcasting time. And we decided we wanted to talk about, or more, they decided they wanted to talk about sex toys. Um, In particular, this new sex toy that makes you squirt in 20 seconds, which is all very exciting for those of us with vaginas. It's always nice to I mean, I'm sure people with penises also feel that it's also nice to shoot things out of your genitals. That's a really weird way of describing that. Anyway, so we had a conversation over the phone. And then they went off and spoke to their friend about their use of sex toys. And so that's what today's episode is about. Now, the podcast I was going to do was going to be called Shame Lips, which is the English translation of Schamlippen, which is the German word for labia. And I would still like to, at some point, get this podcast off the ground and going. So if any of you out there are also interested in that as a podcast, then please let me know, because I would really like to know if people are A, interested, and if people want to, you know, jump in and collaborate. So this is a conversation between me and the lovely Fifi. I've collaborated on in this episode. The first few minutes is us kind of just shitting on Scandinavia. Um, Apologies. I have had wonderful times in Scandinavia and I love a lot of Scandinavian people. I really do. Um, So please don't be offended. I think people will know that, especially Scandinavians, because they have that similar kind of sense of humour as the British, which is quite dark. I think they'll know that I only take the piss out of them, really, because I love them. Um, so yeah, there's that at the beginning, but then we get into some quite deep stuff around masturbation and sex toys and a lot of chats. And we even mentioned the So Solid crew for any British 90s kids out there. 80s, 90s kids will remember them. It's a lot of fun and I hope you enjoy it. I certainly enjoyed this conversation. It made me laugh a lot first time we recorded it and then listening back to it. It's very funny. Yeah. And if you have any thoughts or you want to get involved in this podcast or that podcast, Shame Lips, then let me know. 
uh, get in touch. You can't now reach me by Instagram because I'm off Instagram. But you can reach me by Twitter, interestingly enough. And you can also reach me at the email, which is loveinthetimeofpodcast at gmail.com. And I always like to hear from people. It's great. Have a lovely week and enjoy this chat. they have this really weird wait music while you're waiting for the person to join and I was like where's the sound coming from and then I was like oh it's this like hold music is it like, um, is it like typical hold music that you get when yeah. you call the dentist yeah exactly like that like do no 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 like kind of like tinny lift music I remember one time I called I, I don't know who I called but I called some sort of service and they were just playing like one verse of Queen like Bohemian Rhapsody on repeat and I was waiting for like five minutes and I was like I need internet I can't I can't (laughs) yeah the worst one I've ever had is Ikea Um, if you call Ikea they play you ABBA because I guess they're both Swedish and it was like an hour listening to ABBA music and I was so like I like ABBA but in moderation you know and that's when I was like, I'm not shopping with Ikea again. I can't. This is just mean. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're proud of their heritage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're very proud to be. Like, Scandinavians are very proud to be Scandinavian. That's true. There's not many of them. So they kind of have to, they have to carry the torch, don't they? So Yeah. <laughs> they're like, But it's weird because I've been, I've been to Scandinavia. I've been to Denmark and uh, Sweden and Norway. And they're not being funny, but they're weird people. They're not like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not quite cold until they like well this is like norwegians in particular are very cold or like quite quiet until they get really drunk and they drink a lot like way more than british people can handle definitely i mean as a brit i remember when i when i heard the stories about how scandinavians celebrate finishing high school so like with our high school it was kind of just like yeah, you'd like bring in a wet fish and like slap it about and chase the young, young <laughs> around the playground a bit. Hold on a second. What school did you go to? <laughs> so, um, little known fact about me I grew up in Luton. I tell people that I'm from London, but when it's an actual Brit, I'm like, oh crap, you know where I'm really from. Like, I'm going to have to tell you. Um, which is um, for, I mean, most people know it for the airport. Yeah. But it's also actually the worst town in the whole of the UK. Isn't like, it like where the, the English Democrats or whatever, like the English Defence League, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came from like two streets away from me. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Proud of my national heritage. Um, and yeah, so like, so I, I grew up in this place and I went to a school that was constantly in special measures and like on the brink of being shut down by Ofsted. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was our school our playground tradition <laughs> um but in Denmark so I because I, I I had an obsession like a big obsession with um 
Scandinavia and I actually wanted to move there before I moved to Berlin I wanted to move mm. to Copenhagen I was just obsessed with the idea I was like this is utopia they have the perfect lives oh my god yeah and um and they do like you know when you when you go and you look at it from outside it's just like there's just all these like gorgeous model looking people yeah blonde people they're all blonde and blue-eyed and um and everyone just has this kind of like they ride around on their bikes and they just have this like perfect little fairy tale life. <laughs> so I so yeah, I was obsessed with it. And um I have some really good friends from there. And um they were telling me like the I mean, it is outrageous. Like when they finish school, they go through basically like this kind of two month long, you know, like how we go on like a week of like drunken holiday, boozy holiday to like yeah. Malaga and whatever. And like people do that when they're 18. They do that for like two months, but like absolutely wild. It's like you get, the girls get like a, a ribbon and they put like ribbons in their hair and each ribbon signifies like a thing that you did. So like if you like drunkenly lost your virginity to like 15 boys, you get like a blue ribbon and you proudly wear it in your hair. And like so it is just absolutely <laughs> wild. And they all go through this. It's like an initiation into adulthood. Oh, yeah, I feel like that's because they're like Viking people. They're like weird <laughs> I'm worried about like I was saying like you look from the outside and it's beautiful like even there like when in Copenhagen I'm like yeah it's like nice and stuff but me and my friend went there and we were kept calling it like scam Denavia because we were like they're scamming us like everything's so expensive <laughs> we were living in Berlin so we were like why is everything so expensive and then um like uh, who's in charge of their PR because whoever's like in charge of the PR for these countries like needs a raise because right. everyone thinks they're like wonderful but you go there and you're like I I'm not sure you're all okay I used to go from London so like the difference in price wasn't that bad mm. and then and I've actually got a trip coming up to Denmark in a month because of our best friends is getting married and we were like booking I was talking about it with my friends like all my friends in London are artists they're like perpetually broke um and I obviously I live in Berlin so I'm used to like getting a meal for three euros <laughs> and yeah. well four euros with gentrification <laughs> and um and we were planning it and I was just like oh my god it's it's so expensive like it's gonna cost us to breathe in oxygen and then cost like another mm. to breathe out carbon diamond whatever we breathe out <laughs> but yeah it's insane it's absolutely insane and they always come on top in all those happiness surveys so it's always like they're the happiest nation in the world but I go there and I'm like but you just kind of do the same things every day and there's not that much to do and everyone's kind of the same yeah like, everyone just dresses the same and <laughs> yeah I just I don't really it's know. funny like they come on top with these happiness messages, especially Denmark. But Denmark is one of the highest, like, um, users of antidepressants in the world. Mm. And so I'm like, well, of course they keep coming up really high on the happiness thing. If you drug a bunch of people up and the rest of them are just drunk, they're going to come up being like, yeah, I guess I'm fine. But, like, that's you, like, like, you've got to ignore those happiness measures. Like, yeah. how do you measure happiness anyway? You know? How do you measure happiness? That's a big, big question. Okay, let's go into this deep philosophy time. <laughs> I 
love this. I mean, everything... we'll talk about sex toys, but first, how do you measure happiness? Well, I mean, a great segue into the topic, actually. <laughs> Is that how we measure happiness? <laughs> Number of sex toys. Number oh. of sex toys owned and frequency of use. Mm. But would you, I feel like you can use, it would also be a way of cheering yourself up if you were sad masturbation well so this is the thing I mean when when corona started and when we all went into lockdown everyone was just getting plagued with messages like stay home and masturbate um before that I just had led such a hectic lifestyle that I was like oh I don't really make time to do it that often actually if it's that good then you know let me build this into my morning routine so what I started doing was I was like okay I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna do an hour of yoga I'm gonna do half an hour of meditation I'm gonna masturbate then I'm gonna make me a smoothie and that's gonna be my like healthy oh my god I love this (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is like when I started to kind of like force myself as part of a routine to like doing it it was it just felt so um felt very weird um but um and obviously after a few days it was kind of like okay this is getting very samey like it's nice but it's you know it's losing its magic so um that did prompt me into um looking into different sex toys and I said okay I'm gonna treat myself to a new dildo yeah. Um, no, I I don't know how much experience you have with buying dildos, but they are really expensive. Yeah, I actually don't have very that much experience buying dildos, but yeah, okay. Talk to me. Why are they? Which which ones are you buying? They're so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so in the first week of quarantine, I was also I was was getting like, um, do you know Erica Lust? Yeah. Is like this super amazing porn maker, like revolutionizing the porn industry. And um, I get her newsletters, and um, there was like a couple of videos about how to masturbate in in like like some free videos. And so I watched a couple of these, and I was like, hmm, yeah, okay. And there was one um, with a beautiful Indian um, Canadian model of hers who is so gorgeous. And she talked about her favorite sex toy and she was basically like how to squirt in guaranteed squirt in 20 seconds with this wand. And I was like, what guaranteed squirt in 20 seconds? That sounds amazing. It's kind of like, you know, when you first discover that you can like make a smoothie and all of your nutrients for the whole day in one little glass. (laughs) (laughs) You feel I could have just drunk all my meals. What is this? That's squirting. Yeah. Okay. I could have been squirting in 20 seconds this whole time, but I've been going out and trying to find men who are good in bed. Uh, Yeah, I had to reevaluate my whole life. And then I was like, I'm going to order one. And it was like 120 euros. Um, I think that's fair. Do you think that's fair? I mean, it's not I'm not saying it's not a lot of money it is a lot of money I'm not like just living in like some palace where I'm like that's fine but like you would spend that on like holiday like flight tickets or something especially if you're going to Scandinavia but uh (laughs) I think it's like yeah that's I I don't know why I've come around to the idea we'll talk about that later but I think that's a fair cost Mm -hmm. maybe I mean I definitely think it's a fair cost so um 
I was in the when I first kind of entered into this whole sex positive kinky scene mm. I was like oh wow there's so many toys this is amazing like I'm gonna get everything and then yeah everything is very expensive and I was kind of like oh okay this is a big investment like this is a lifestyle being kinky is a lifestyle you have to invest in it yeah but I I actually I know some friends of mine took me to a store in Berlin they're not sponsoring us but they're called Other Nature I think yeah I love Other Nature we can shout out them (laughs) we can can make them sponsor us they're like "Uh, we don't want to sponsor you I'm like yes you will they are good peoples but yeah like when I went there I was like okay this is totally fair like everything's handmade everything's organic everything's vegan they have like silicon I'm like I didn't know silicon could be vegan but amazing (laughs) um so yeah I do think it's worth it and I think it's good when it's like locally sourced but this was kind of just I I admit I didn't do that partly because the store was closed because we'd just gone into lockdown and I was like I want it now (laughs) I want to score it now (laughs) so I I went to the devil that is Amazon am I allowed to the devil yeah yeah I I famously think Amazon is a terrible, terrible <laughs> So, yeah, I went to the devil. You know, you do desperate things in desperate times. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I sold my soul to them and I went and ordered one. Um, well, no, I wanted to order one. It was 120 euros. I was like, oh, my God, that's literally my budget for this entire month of eating. So, mate. <laughs> yeah that's a Berlin (laughs) in Copenhagen that's like that's like a dinner and a two days that's like two days (laughs) um it's like a smoothie (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah so I so I sat on it a bit and then I was like okay stuff it I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna order it and I was like, okay, cool. So that's my quarantine sorted. Like, I'm happy that we're, I don't have to leave the house. I'm going to have my toy. This is going to be, I don't need anything else. I don't need any boys. I was a bit sad that I didn't have any um, boy toys lined up or any, like I know everyone in Berlin kind of has three people going at any given time and an active tinder profile and i don't have any of that so i was just like oh my god i'm gonna die alone in quarantine <laughs> your friends are so organized i feel like all of me and my friends are like it's a nightmare dating in berlin <laughs> what's your experience with dating in berlin i mean i know you've talked about it a lot but i don't I just that like it's because it's a super transient city so people are like very weirdly unavailable yeah i find that too um and in I feel like it's more standard in the UK to have someone that you're having sex with quite regularly mm-hmm. even like I think so even if you're not like in a relationship I don't know I just think the British just, <laughs> the British as a whole are very slutty so we undercover like yeah. on the face of it we're like what is sex we don't know what that is we're waiting till marriage but yeah um but I feel like Brits do that kind of out of fear of like you find someone you're like oh my god I found someone I don't think I'll find anyone else so I'm just gonna stick with this one yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> this one will do it's fine we're not allowed to be alone when we all like line up two on two for Noah's Ark or whatever the reason is why everyone has to be with one other person <laughs> 
exactly and um but in berlin yeah i think it's because like there's so many sexy people out there that like from one day to the next you're just kind of you're like in a sea of sexy people so you just you don't need to hang on to anyone you're just kind of like oh, whatever there's so many options yeah i mean the shelf life of a casual relationship in berlin is about three days <laughs> but in that three days it does feel like you've gone through like an entire process of yeah a relationship <laughs> <or something. laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I don't have anyone to go into Noah's Ark with. I'm going to die alone. Let me get a new sex toy. Let me just <laughs> throw my money at it. Yeah. Um, so I ordered it and it said like, because um, obviously because of Corona, all the delivery times were very um, ambiguous. Mm. It said it would arrive within three days. And I was like, oh yes, I'm lucky. That's amazing. And in the meantime, I'd been hearing so many stories about how everyone had been ordering sex toys and mm. it was kind of like the new booming industry. Um, so, yeah, I waited and I waited and it didn't arrive. And then about two or three weeks later, I mean, I was just frustrated because I was like, I haven't, I mean, I've been promised a squirt in 20 seconds. <laughs> and so far it's been three <laughs> and um and yeah then I got an email saying like customs had like intercepted my package and <gasps> back I could just imagine this like customs officer somewhere like sitting in their bedroom like squirting away with my one <laughs> 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 so yeah at that point I was just I mean I think I, like, like deflated again I'd given up I was just like okay there's no hope for me I, I just saw a bit stuck on the image of a German customs officer squirting <laughs> in some back room of like the post office or whatever. Uh, a quick try. <laughs> okay, this is yeah. This okay. This is stressful. What do you have to do if you get it gets stopped stopped by customs? Well, I I think usually you have to pay. I'm not sure if you have to like pay. I mean, it's like some sort of bribery. Like you pay like a customs tax, which is basically bribery. Like give me mm. my thing. Um, but they didn't give me the option to pay for it. They were just like, they just sent it back. And I was like, back to where? Like I thought it was coming from Germany. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I gave up on that. And then I was like, okay, so I wasn't really sure if me forcing myself to masturbate as part of my morning routine every day was like really having an effect on my happiness levels mm -hmm. I'm not sure I don't know because there's every time I do it I mean it feels great but then there's always a part of me that's kind of like oh now it's over and now I'm just like still sitting here <laughs> you know, I'm in the same place I was where I started <laughs> yeah it's hard as well because I feel like with masturbation I feel like I can't force it that much which is a shame really because obviously that's like some way of like wired my sexuality so that if like someone else is there I'm like mm -hmm. yeah if no one else is there I'm like yeah I could watch TV and that's just and then it's funny because that's what Freddie was saying on like previous episodes she did like a masturbation workshop and it was like you know how long do you spend oh five minutes it's like that's not really the point the point is like to enjoy yourself so mm -hmm. give yourself more time and it's like of course like why wouldn't you spend more time mm -hmm. doing it I don't know yeah, I mean, it's like when you have sex with someone else, I mean, hopefully it lasts longer than five minutes. 
I don't know. I've had some bad. <laughs> I think that's a myth. <laughs> some bad sex where it's like five minutes long. But I don't you're like, oh god. Um yeah, of course. You I like I don't know. I yeah, I'm a big fan of sex as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. and not some people aren't like some people it's just they're not that bothered by it um but I really am like this is the thing I was like quarantining in the beginning with someone mm-hmm. and we were like dating for 10 days and then in lockdown for 10 days and uh yeah if you move in with someone you've been dating for 10 days <laughs> it's not gonna work <laughs> um just because men are trash not a different reason from before <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> nothing new um but uh yeah so and he like he was really like let's it, the vibe was like we're gonna keep working eight hours a day and we're gonna keep doing everything normally but the reason why I was quite keen to move in with him was because he was like he could do rope bondage and he was always mm-hmm. like like one of our first times we like hung out he was like we've got this giant bathtub let's like have like romantic bath time with candles and stuff and I was like I love this I'm moving into like 50 shades of gray and um <laughs> Yeah, so I was like all ready to spend every day just basically having sex <laughs> and lying around and eating. And he was like, no, we're going to spend like eight hours a day doing work and everyone needs to go and find their own like activity and do work. And then we'll just keep to like very regular schedules. And I was like, boo, this quarantine is lame. <laughs> Why would you do that when you can have sex for eight hours a day? That's what I was Isn't thinking. That Isn't that the point of dating is that you do yeah the work all day you can just fuck all day right and I was like we literally this is like government mandated time for just not leaving the bed and I don't understand why we're wasting it by leaving the bed (laughs) so you had a bathtub he had a bathtub and all that rope bondage and basically used it to lure you in and then just turned out to be a normal boring person well boring old person (laughs) (laughs) yeah he real tricked me in he was like, oh, look, we're having like, you know, blood orange mimosas here. And I was like, "Ooh, nice. <laughs> so I got and then I got there and it was like, we're going to stay to a very boring, regular schedule. And I was like, oh. and just think in that time, you could have been waiting for your sex toy to arrive. <laughs> I know. I never could have ordered in that time something make me in 20 seconds. So did you get this thing? No. After a couple of weeks, when it got intercepted by customs, I... <laughs> I think I was, I was, I admit I was a bit intoxicated one day and I think I ordered, I reordered it or I ordered it from a different seller, Um, Mm. but I'd completely forgotten about it. I was just like super high and breezy and just like did it without thinking about it. And and in that time, I actually quite last minute had to fly to the UK in the middle of Corona, in the middle of quarantine, which was an experience in itself. Yeah. Um, so I, it had completely slipped my mind. I was really preoccupied with going to the UK, dealing with this kind of like, because, you know, in Berlin, like, yeah, there's lockdown, but you go out to Tempelhofferfeld and literally everyone is partying in the Feld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's lockdown here. But when you go to the UK, it's like, Armageddon has yeah, for sure. and capitalism is crumbling like it's it's just another thing altogether um so I'd completely forgotten about it um and I went through this kind of like quite a difficult time and a bit of a harrowing time I mean firstly being in quarantine with your family for two and a half weeks 
especially after coming from Berlin, <laughs> was a bit of an adjustment. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I, I was like, I came back from the UK like two and a half, three weeks later and I was flying back to Berlin and I was just like, oh my God, like I just, I need to just like get home, stretch my body, dance a little bit. I need to walk around the field, clear my head. Um, and I remember I arrived in the, I arrived at my place and um, there was a box waiting for me and I was like, oh, because I'd ordered like lots of books as well. I was like, I'm going to read my way through quarantine and I'm going to be a better person and be more intelligent on the other end of it. Um, I've read about one and a half books. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so I was like, oh, is this another one of these books? I can't remember what I ordered. And it was the wand <gasps> and it was waiting for me. It was the perfect welcome home gift. And then obviously the first thing I did <laughs> throw off all my clothes jump in the shower and with the wand and just go for it and yeah squirt in 20 seconds guaranteed I can I can vouch for that it's the best 120 euros I've ever spent oh my god and it's waterproof it's waterproof it's made of steel so like it can come with you in the shower no pun intended made of steel yeah okay what does it look like it's like a it's like a silver kind of bendy wand with like two little balls on each end, like one end is thinner than the other. Um, and it's the the magic is in that curve. So like that's why it's different to a normal dildo because a normal dildo is kind of just like a normal penis shaped and it just goes in and out. But this one is like curved to go right into your G spot. It's just like whoop, hello. Um, ah. so yeah so it's like it doesn't waste time it just goes right to the spot and it's like boom there you are hi and it's like pressing a button and just like okay. <laughs> <laughs> from that point onwards I feel like my I do feel like my happiness levels have shot up partly because I'm like yeah, partly that I'm I'm just so happy that I'm not doing quarantine in London and partly that I squirt every day now. So do you squirt every day now? Um so so here's the thing. So if when I first got it and I was using it, I I mean obviously you know how it is, you're like, yes, this is the best thing ever, I'm not gonna stop doing this. It's like when you meet a guy and you just fuck nonstop mm. um, for days and days. And then eventually you're just like, I think I'm kind of running out of juice. And I I tried to Google like how often can you actually like squirt? Like how much time does your body need to like rebuild the juice? Yeah. And, the like, literal juice. Like, emptied it all out. Um and I feel like there does need to be a couple of days in between. I'm not sure. Like I'm sure all of the Berlin like sex positive community can like tell us more, tell us that that's factually incorrect. But I feel like after a few days, I kind of like emptied it all out and it's like okay so um now I need to switch it up a bit and use my fingers again mm. um but yeah I, I I do I mean I'd say minimum three times a week I do well, that's and, pretty good yeah and um now that we've kind of come out of quarantine almost or pretty much and like everyone's all happy and giddy and like excited to meet each other again and like everyone's just kind of so 
yeah, we're like giddy little rabbits. Like, oh my God, like I want to meet people. And I'm meeting all these hot guys and I'm just like, I just want to go home and have a shower. (laughs) 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 I am... I, what was I? Is there like? Do you notice a difference between now you're using your fingers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. I use my fingers less, but I. I think. But does it still work? It still works because it's okay. a different spot, I guess. Because like you're kind of like working on the clitoris. Right. Okay. Different fingers. spot. Well, that's what. Yeah, that's what I usually do. Um. But yeah, I do have to say that with masturbation generally, I think I think the key to it, as with anything, is inspiration. So I'm also kind of I, I don't usually like watch something when I do it. Like I kind of just go into my mind or I just feel it and it it just works. But um I do feel like I need to switch it up a bit now and it's kind of getting a bit routine. So um and on top of that now that we're slowly going back to work like I'm being called back into the office um I'm like when am I gonna fit this in but it's only 20 seconds so you're fine (laughs) (laughs) well 30 seconds because you need 10 seconds for the actual squirting okay 20 seconds build up 10 seconds squirting (laughs) it's not even really 10 seconds it's more like two right (laughs) Oh like that so celebratory song. Do you remember that I've got I've got twenty one seconds to go. <laughs> Definitely should play a little bit of that. <laughs> twenty one seconds to go. Twenty one seconds to go. That's why they shouldn't use it to advertise it. Um, <laughs> I feel that so solid, crew. Yeah, that was so solid, crew. <laughs> Like I've, I've got my inspiration friends. for today's masturbation session now. I'm going to stick on some so solid grew and then time myself. We are we're not sponsored by the so solid crew, but we're up for being sponsored by them. If they we are up for being sponsored by them. <laughs> <laughs> there was one one of the so solid crew who is called um, Romeo. Do you remember Romeo? Yeah, Dunn? yeah I do remember yeah. Romeo. Dunn. Yeah. I would be sponsored by. Ro- I would be happy to be sponsored by Romeo. Okay, we'll see what he's up to, where he's at. Um, there were so many of them in the so. This is real change of subject, but uh, there were so many of them in the so solid crew. Really like niche British references. Um, okay, well, this yeah, I don't know. Do, is it is it too good? Is that an an option with masturbation? Is it too good? I have like um. I, I, I go really back and forth with sex toys. Well, not with sex toys, but like vibrators. I got my first vibrator when I was like 16 or 17, which is like, which feels quite young. Mm-hmm. But um, my boyfriend at the time bought it for me for Valentine's Day. Oh, and he, wow. <laughs> yeah, my like 17 year old boyfriend, <laughs> incredibly progressive boyfriend. Um, <laughs> and he, he bought me like a rampant rabbit, like a platinum one. Which was, it was like clear and you could see the silver beads moving around inside of it, which was cool. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's a, he's an engineer. So I feel like he appreciated it on like kind of design engineering front. You could see inside, like through the plastic. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, fuck pink. She's having clear. Um, But it is weird because the plastic went quite yellow after a point, which is quite gross. But um, (laughs) 
<laughs> it was definitely very good and I had it for a very long time and then something broke in me where I like threw it out because I didn't the problem was I never ever learned to masturbate with my fingers mm-hmm. because I'd only ever had a vibrator or like a shower head yeah I, I mean that yeah I would, I would say the only thing better than my wand which is the love of my life now is the shower head yeah shower head's great when you combine them it's like the ultimate threesome <laughs> okay so there's wand and plus wand and shower head both on the go at the same time okay i feel like we need something else for like the nipples or something um <laughs> nipple clamps. we get um, some clothes pegs and just yeah. like <laughs> pinch them up. Peg, peg them up. um <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Let me know how it goes. Put on the crew on in the back. Put on twenty one seconds to go. Um, <laughs> this is a whole image, but I'm. It's yeah. It's great. It's a great image. Um, yeah. So I think I don't know. I just then my next boyfriend was not a fan of the really big rampant rabbit. Right. And so then bought me like a small like pocket vibrator, like one of those ones that's like a finger. It's like, but, and um, was, was like, it a bit more in line with his kind of adequacy issues? And I don't know, he had a big dick, so I don't know what his problem was, but I think he just didn't appreciate that the fact that there was like always a rampant rabbit in the bed because I was like, this comes with us during sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like just was bad, and then didn't learn to masturbate until I was like 22. And it was like a friend because I was like, I just can't do it. It's not an option. And that was like actually a lie because I hadn't really tried. Mm. And my friend was in the pub and she was like, just go home and watch some like amateur porn and just like try. And then obviously I did and was like, oh, wow, this is really easy. <laughs> 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 Who knew? <laughs> Why did no one tell me about this before? This is surprisingly easy to do. Um, yeah. So and then I got like and now I'm in these kind of weird because I don't know, I've got a lot of hippie friends and they sign me up to these weird like getting in touch with your cervix newsletters and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so now I'm like a bit worried about sex toys in the sense that you can lose sensation I don't think you lose sensation for life or anything I don't think you can, like do permanent nerve damage but I do think for like certain times it's like it does make you a bit like less sensitive to other things yeah I mean so on my my first trip to other nature I I went with my housemate and I was like I want to buy a dildo because I actually hadn't owned I was the opposite of you so what I I always use my hands yeah since I mean I don't know when was was the first time I masturbated probably when I was like 13 or 14. (laughs) 13 was the first time I had an orgasm but it was definitely shower head and it was by accident my mother being like now you've started your period you need to wash down there with the shower head <laughs> I don't know if she was like she was like secretly masterminding something <laughs> I mean that's genius of mum actually it's it's so true it's like the what what more could you want when you're on your period and what better way to make people feel better <laughs> but it was an accident and I was like when the first time it happened I was like what happened <laughs> what is this feeling why do I feel so my much yeah, okay, so when you went to Other Nature for dildo shopping. Yeah, so I went, so I always use my hands and I actually, so I, I got introduced to this whole um, kinky sex scene here in Berlin, like probably like two years ago now. And up to that day, I hadn't ever used or owned a dildo. 
um and I was always kind of I was this person that was just like well why would I have a dildo when I can go go out and find a boy like right um now I'm the opposite now I'm like why would I go (laughs) use my dildo (laughs) why the hell would I want to sleep with you when I can squirt in 21 seconds (laughs) so yeah I went to the nature and I my housemate who's very experienced with dildos and we'll hear from him at some point in the show um and uh I asked the woman I was like you know if I use a vibrator, I've heard that it kills your sensation in down there and it kind of limits your ability to orgasm in any other way. Um, and they they insisted that it didn't. They were like, you know, it, it's a completely different sensation um, and it doesn't have that effect. I think it can be addictive. I think that's what it is with vibrators in particular is that it's yeah. like you get used to that sensation very quickly. Mm. So you want that more and more. And to be honest, with that vibrator that I bought in Other Nature that one time, I never got to a point where I was able to really analyze if it did have an effect on my sensations or not, because after about two weeks, it stopped working. I think maybe I took it into the shower and I got water in a bit that shouldn't have had water in it. (laughs) And it stopped working. So now it's just a regular old dildo. (laughs) I can't really say say if that's true or not. but yeah, apparently it doesn't. On an official level, the advice is that it it's totally fine. And it's just a matter of preference. Mm. Okay, official advice. I like official advice. I also love the lady at Other Nature. I mean, I don't know if you saw the same lady. I'm sure there's <laughs> more than one person there's that works there. But... But they're, all, they're all wonderful, wonderful ladies and uh, gentlemen and everything in between. Yeah, all the people at Other Nature. Great. Yeah. Um, we love you all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny because I, I don't know. I think it's I'm very lazy mm-hmm. as a person. <laughs> so I, can, I just think I end up relying on that like very quick orgasm, and I do feel like there's something about like a. I don't know. It's like a very quick kind of very satisfying kind of orgasm. Though I don't know about the new the one that you're talking about because this one sounds like really special and stuff. I don't know. I got so I had a similar thing where I got drunk and bought sex toys off the internet. That was a week ago. Um, <laughs> What's your expected delivery time? I'm curious. <laughs> um, I don't know because they're coming from the US or possibly Brazil. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I got drunk last night and ordered loads of books online as well from like black owned authors to do this like blackout book publishing thing, which is like everyone buys books from black authors for Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. And I was like, oh my God, I'm my drunk behaving is actually on point at the moment. Um, but yeah. Conscious drunk behavior. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like thinking, of course, I'm thinking about like the last guy I dated and being like, should I text him? And then I'm like, no, I'm going to watch the <laughs> I'm better than that now. Um, no, so I ordered this one basically because Freddie did this crystal dildo review and she posted like some pictures of it on her Instagram. And I just really was like, I want one. Like I want and it's 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 stupid because you want one because it's like made of like crystal. Like you can really trick trick girls with sparkly things. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and then I was like kind of scrolling through Instagram and I came across this really cool Instagram account afro sexology and it's these two women in the states and they're talking that it's like more orga- like less oppression more orgasms is their like tagline and 
it's like talking about how in these moments you feel like frivolous for talking about something like sex or whatever but they're like very like no this is we're allowed to have pleasure mm-hmm. and it's like also important to remember that you as a human being is like sometimes treating yourself and giving pleasure to yourself is a like a form of protest and is a really radical act because what the world is like in the great scheme of like systems and hideous capitalism and blah 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 is they want you to like be unhappy and so if you're like refusing to be unhappy that's quite a good like <laughs> um, so I was like yeah oh I'm, I'm gonna order this and I found this company and it was they're called like chat rubs which I actually find the name uh, doesn't do it for me but they <laughs> posted about Black Lives Matter so I felt very good about them as a company and um, they said they were going to donate money to Black Lives Matter and so I bought two because I wanted to get delivery costs for free <laughs> <laughs> and I got like a black obsidian which is like one kind of crystal um, one and I got a rose quartz one and I feel like I'm gonna when they arrive I'm gonna decide which one I want and I'm gonna try and sell the other one okay and maybe I was gonna I was gonna sell it to someone and then be like I'll give the money the rest of the money to charity to Black Lives Matter causes (laughs) yeah so I'll sell it to you but then I'll give the money straight to charity because I've already bought it now and I always think with money if it's already done it's done but Mm -hmm. um yeah so I'm kind of waiting I'm yeah I don't know if Crystal but like then I read a glamour I was like googling it obviously I read some glamour article and someone was like I masturbated with my crystal dildo and then later I cried and so I really believe in the power of crystals now and I was like yeah I'm definitely turning into this like bonkers lady but yeah (laughs) I'm gonna be like that's me I'm gonna be single in my 40s being like yeah but crystals so So you're going to be crying after every orgasm. Yeah. Oh, and I did masturbate the other day and cry, but that was because it was the first time I'd masturbate. Like, I had an orgasm since March, which is insane. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And how was that? How was that first orgasm? It was obviously very upsetting <laughs> for me. <laughs> no, it was great. <laughs> it was great, but, like, I just, I think I, I obviously have a lot of issues around sex, as, like, I'm sure a lot of people do, but, like, um yeah it just was like a real release and I started crying and um I think I was crying a bit for like this relationship that didn't work out or whatever but Mm -hmm. one time I had an orgasm and cried over my ex and then the next day he texted me and I was really paranoid that like I awoken some magic (laughs) I'd summoned him yeah with my (laughs) that was like a year and a half ago he um this guy didn't text me so it obviously doesn't work anymore but um I was like crying and then the problem is I'm quarantining with my well not quarantine but like I'm in lockdown with my mother and now living with my mother so obviously she came up the stairs to try and find out what was wrong (laughs) I was like uncontrollably sobbing (laughs) and then the last thing you want when you've just masturbated is to see a parent like you just don't And she was like, are you laughing? Are you crying? What's happening? And I was like, I'm crying. She's like, okay, you need anything? And I was like, a cup of tea. And then she's like, okay, I said, can you just leave me alone? <laughs> and then I was like, I was sort of debating. I was like, how? And then she thought, and she was like trying to like give me a hug when she bought the tea. And I was like, I really can't hug you right now. <laughs> and then I was like, how do you explain to your parent that like, I'm not mad at her. I just am crying because I haven't orgasmed in a while. Going through some stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so, so then later I had to be like, I'm not, because she thought I was, I could tell she thought I was like mad at her. Right. Um, And I had been mad at her because like I'd been angry with her because she was like this whole like, she was supposed to give me a lift of the Black Lives Matter protest and then she was like really late. But um, 
So I think she thought I was like still mad at her from that. And then I had to go down and be like, I'm not angry with you. I just need some time to masturbate. <laughs> so you told her what you were up to. Yeah, we're, we're relatively um, close in that thing. She says, she says a lot of stuff. Like I can tell you about my mother's vibrator because <laughs> she announced... <laughs> at dinner one time with my friend there and my friend's dad um that she doesn't like her new one as much as the old one even though the new one was recommended by good housekeeping magazine um because the new one is chargeable um and so with the old one it was batteries so if it ran out you just went downstairs to the kitchen and got new batteries um and this one's chargeable so sometimes it runs halfway through (laughs) she's not of the charging generation do you know what I mean (laughs) She didn't grow up with mobile phones. She's like, what? Charge? Um, yeah. Could you put it into your power bank? I have to go and get her a power bank for it, yeah. <laughs> it's still probably like, yeah, I don't know if it's like a USB one. But um, yeah, then she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I try. I don't really masturbate when you're in the house because it just like doesn't feel like you can, I guess, because it's there's like two of us here. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, maybe I'll, you know, set up the tent in the garden one night if I want to masturbate. I was like, okay. <laughs> So my mum, if in like a couple of weeks, my mum might be in the tent in the garden. So she can have some personal time. She's gone out to do her business. Oh, wow. Uh, So yeah, it's been a, it's been a moment. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just thinking about if I've ever, what encounters I'd had with my parents. I do have to admit that when I was in those like early teen years and I just discovered masturbating I just discovered my clitoris mm. um I did have a couple of afternoons where like so we'd be like sitting in the living room and everyone's watching tv on like a Saturday morning or like cooking and eating and whatever I didn't do it while I was eating um <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I'd kind of like sit there was like a corner sofa with like an armrest so it was kind of blocking the view of like my lap and I would sit there in the corner and and face away not blatantly facing away from everyone but like you wouldn't see what was going on down there and I'd have a cushion on my lap and I would be just going at it (laughs) and and the challenge to myself was to keep a straight face the whole time (laughs) I did do this a few times and and yeah that was um <laughs> that was how I passed my teenage years <laughs> and then later in adulthood that just basically turned into sex in public places and masturbation in public spaces, which I feel like is a topic for a whole other show yeah I think but I think it's an interesting topic what's the desire like it is funny because humans are like hee 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 let's go do this somewhere where we might get caught <laughs> yeah even if it's like really unpleasant like I've had um I've had so many like so many times when you're like yeah let's have sex on this beach or let's have sex in this bar and it's like you're like you're either getting like bitten to shit by mosquitoes (laughs) or like there's sand like in your vagina and it's like it's like cutting you open and you're like this is really painful but it's supposed to be cool so I'm gonna do it I remember one time I was um, I was with an ex and we were on a mountain in Barcelona and we decided to do it in the middle of the day, like just off the hiking trail because there was like a little bush. <laughs> and um, 
we were doing it and um we, we were about to do it and like suddenly I just felt my whole ass just like stinging like hell and I looked down and I'd managed to lay down in a bed of stinging nettles I had the same thing yes <laughs> it's horrible isn't it it was yeah as a teenager like with my boyfriend I was like having sex and we went behind a bush and I was like all laying down being like this is really nice and then at some point like I was quite drunk I think and I realized I was lying in just a patch of stinging nettles I was like this is painful (laughs) men are terrible um (laughs) (laughs) you're like I'm in pain they're like you'll go get me medicine don't (laughs) stick your penis in my (laughs) vagina I did, um, when, in that same trip to Other Nature where I bought my first vibrator, I did also buy another dildo. Um, and at that time, I was kind of like, yeah, the bigger the better. Like, I, my eyes were like way bigger than my, than my belly, well, bigger than my vagina. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I want this one. This one's huge, great. And it was called the Rippler. I think I tried to use it once. I'd like poured like coconut oil over it and it was not going in it was like I tried everything like Vaseline coconut oil (laughs) by the end of it it was just this I was just like sat there with this mess like squidgy like greasy mess (laughs) and and this huge purple thing in my hand And I was like, yeah, okay, if this is what it's like using a dildo, I can't do it. It's not for me. And I, I just gave up and I was just like, yeah, it just, it feels weird. It doesn't work. Um, but obviously it was because it was the wrong size and just, yeah, wasn't, wasn't working. But now that I've like compared, I've got like, I think I've got four in total now. Yeah. And now that I've kind of compared and like contrasted between them all. I feel like I'm finally getting it. I'm like, okay, this is how it works. Yeah. And I guess it's like anything else. It would be like uh, an experiment and you wouldn't necessarily like buy, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make a good analogy here, but uh, I was gonna, you would just buy like one pair of trousers your entire life and be like, these work. Um, <laughs> sometimes you have to test different trousers. But like, I think anything to do with like, like sex or our genitals or these sorts of things we're like we're not very good at because we don't really know how to talk about it and it doesn't come up in conversations it's like for years I used like the wrong size tampon and things like that because I just it wouldn't it didn't occur to me and then now I don't use tampons because I realize it's literally not my vibe and it just gives me thrush but like it's funny the moon cup yeah you're a moon cup person yeah, I'm a moon cup person. I tried moon cup. I bought this moon cup when I was in India because um, it was really cheap there. And uh, the, the way they described this. <laughs> this is how every bad moon cup story starts. Okay. <laughs> I didn't buy it like at a market in India. I think I bought it like off Amazon, Amazon India. I feel like that's the last time I used Amazon because I try on the whole not to, but. Um... Yeah, you're a better human than I am for sure. <laughs> no, it's hard. Like, I. <laughs> to this moment I still do not have a microphone because I'm refusing to buy one of Amazon and I can't really work out how to get one <laughs> out of side of Amazon are there other shops who knows um but yeah so I got this one but it, the size they obviously didn't want to be like this is they they weren't explicit in the size so it was modeled as um unmarried woman of under 26 unmarried woman. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was older than 26. But I what thought do married that... ones do. <laughs> My logic was that they thought that if you were unmarried at 26, that you probably were there by then not a virgin. <laughs> but you probably hadn't had a child yet was my <laughs> logic <laughs> yeah I mean there's there's two different types of moon cup right so there's one where you've had a kid already for, right for, so for I think that, that was their way of saying you probably haven't had a child yet yeah that's their way of saying like you're over 26 hurry up <laughs> <laughs> it was mod- it was a really weird like thing that was said and then I bought it and mm, yeah, it was just funny. The, I, then I got it shipped to the wrong address and the man on the phone, because I have quite a deep voice, and especially for in India, like, <laughs> they think I have a really deep voice in India, and a lot of people just call me sir on the phone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he kept calling me sir, and I just thought it was funny because I was, like, ordering it to, like, a women's hostel in a university, and it was a moon cup. Though, obviously, since the recent JK Rowling thing, there is a point that not it's not just women that menstruate mm-hmm. um but yeah but this was you know 2017 we were less woke three years ago we were less woke yeah <laughs> there were only two genders back then in 2017 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, but that's also like what I think you were saying which is like um dildos vibrators are not just for uh women yeah absolutely um I think it really gets overlooked and it's kind of sold to us that dildos are a product for women um but actually it's it's, you know all sex toys are available for all genders um and that's something that is very seldom talked about um I actually spoke to a friend of mine um who was really happy to share his story of his experience with dildos and we can listen to that now Hello there, this is Jach here in Berlin and I would like to tell you a little bit about my experience with dildos. I started when I was around 16, 18, exploring and playing with my G-spot. I read it in a book that was actually written by the guy that invented it, that invented the G-spot. I was very surprised to find out that not only women have a G-spot, but we men have a G-spot as well. I remember I started playing with my finger to find it, to explore, while I masturbated and... I found that and I created this sensation that was connected to my body uh, from my G-spot to my nipples, my penis and the rest of my my body as well. And it was magical and I wanted to explore it at some point and not with my fingers, but maybe trying to use something else to kind of have my, keep one hand in my penis, one hand in my G-spot. And then... Uh, Yeah, I kept experimenting with different things that had a shape that would be comfortable to put in there, to put up my butt. And I found, I found first my mom's dildo. I was, 
a very small size, I would say, very standard, kind of like six inches and thin. It was not thick, and it was really nice to play with it. And actually, I I had my mom's dildo for about sixteen, maybe like twelve years, and I know that I don't know if she ever noticed that I had it. She never took it away, but yeah, it gave me lots of pleasure for a while, and. I know during the years that was 16 and I'm now 37. So in the last 21 years, I've bought my own different sizes. I started getting bigger and bigger ones. Some that you can stick on the wall. So when you're taking a shower or in other places, you can be more creative and have a hands-free experience. The vibrators, vibrator ones didn't really work. And at some point I started experimenting with um yeah bigger ones some ones that were like a little the head were bigger to hit the g-spot but not necessarily longer so i had very huge ones i think i had one that was like eight inches and like long and four inches thick maybe 2.5 inches thick nowadays i kind of slow down with that um course being satisfied more with like tantric sex and slower sex and more often so i think the appetite for my 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 sex drive and playing with toys has lowered um but i quite enjoy from time to time having being pegged having a person mostly women wear uh, a peg of different sizes uh, i was recently surprised that i could have a, a dildo that's maybe nine inches long um not too thick be inside of me so yeah like i think my butt has opened up and relaxed um that's the most important thing you need to be very relaxed slow you have to go at your own pace yeah little by little the toy might be might be enough the the size that you have or you might need to switch it up always use a lot of lube sometimes condoms not to get it so it doesn't get used too fast um and i recently got me a one that has like a three the tip it's not too long it's like actually short this one is maybe six inches and it has a very modern shape it's my first time i get a luxury toy for myself <laughs> and i have to try it soon the tip has a, like a 360 movement it has a remote controller so i'm not gonna need my hand and it has a, a pad that has like a corrugated pad to stimulate the perineum between the balls and the the ass and having that up in there moving in circles slowly massaging the g-spot mm. i'm looking forward to it and in this post-corona time, I think I'm going to be experimenting a little more. going to be interesting from time to time to switch it up. Who knows? I might get addicted. I'm a teller, I'm a teller when the beat is 
Pick the coals, they got a cutter in 